0: My name is Yixuan Pan, and I am a working artist. Approaching 30, I suddenly realized that I've never had a full-time job in my life. Before I freaked out, I started this podcast, Working Artist. Here I ask other artists my favorite question, what do you do for money? I'm curious to know how creative people make things work for them. What is their lifestyle outside of the 9-to-5 grind? How does their day job affect their identity as artists? And vice versa. Please email weareworkingartists at gmail.com If you are interested in being a guest and sharing your stories with me. Visual artists... Musicians? Writers? Dancers? I can't wait to hear about your normal, boring, exciting, absurd, under the table, badass, day jobs. Una Taper is an experimental animator. She just moved to Chicago to pursue her MFA in animation. I caught her during the orientation week, just before school and work got hectic. I was very curious about this wildly amazing gig that she got, where she made money by living in a hospital. Here, I'll just play our recorded
1: conversation. Uh, my name is Una. Um, I'm a experimental animator. I make like looping videos a lot and things that you might see in a gallery, um, but then also sometimes some short films. I make work using a lot of physical materials and sometimes older film techniques like 16 millimeter film, stuff that references the history of cinema, uh, and often looking at how we relate to our selves and our bodies and then like the world around us whether that's like a natural world or constructed environments
0: um do you have a studio I guess well right now that you were going to school
1: right right now I'm in school um so I have a studio through that um before that the last like year I'd been in a house that had a finished basement with a bunch of other artists. So I had set that up as like a shared studio space. So that was really nice. And what made you decide to go
0: to grad school? Because how many years did you take off between undergrad and now your MFA?
1: Yeah, I think I've been out of school for four years. Um, I had felt sort of like, I had made a lot of progress with my art practice from the point when I graduated to where I was at. And I that I wanted to take it further, but I felt sort of like stuck and plateaued. Um, so I'm really excited to be back at school.
0: What, why are you saying like you, were, you felt like stuck before?
1: I felt like I had gotten really far on my own. But things like being really connected into a community that has operated opportunities for me or like getting shown in galleries felt um very really out of my reach of the place I was in um have you thought about going
0: to grad school before like was that something that you wanted to do you know many years ago or it was kind of a new idea recently or has the pandemic have thing have anything to do with that
1: um, I think I always knew I wanted to go to grad school. I do have some interest in being a professor. So getting my MFA was always something I was looking towards. Uh, and I started l- the process of applying to grad school before the pandemic. I hadn't like written any of the essays or anything, but I had the list of schools I was interested in.
0: Do you have to pay tuition for your MFA program?
1: Um, if you do, like, did you take out a loan? I do have to pay a tuition, and I do have loans taken out, and also I have some work-study jobs. Yeah. Oh, what is the work-study jobs right now? One has started. I'm a TA, and then I'm applying for another, and I don't know if I've gotten it yet. Um, what is it? It's a curatorial assistant for the screening program, my department helps run so fingers crossed I think that would be a really cool opportunity because it's essentially like throwing events which is something I did a lot of before coming to school like I like you know getting artists together for various things
0: yeah I think it would be great for that and I believe that's some good opportunities right you know experience for you too to Mm -hmm. get to know people Um, and the organize events at a more academic setting, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. And also get paid. Oh, and I do have another kind of ongoing freelance job that's kind of (laughs) random. Um, I'm working with these people who are making a website to showcase like Greek heritage in Annapolis. Uh, And they just send me interview videos and I do the edits for them. Do you have time to do that right now? I don't know, but it, it's, they're pretty relaxed in that it's like a small nonprofit who's gotten some grants and there's like a year timeline for them to do it. Hopefully I'll never be in like a, they have a tight deadline while I also have school deadlines. Um, we'll see. What other jobs
0: that you've did for money
1: Yeah, so when I first graduated, I got uh, a job in a cafe, and I intentionally chose only to apply to cafes and not restaurants, because I work better on my own art things at night, um, but I don't really mind getting up early if if it's for work. Um, So I did that for a while, a couple different cafes in Philly.
0: Were you a barista?
1: Yeah, I was a barista. Do you know how to
0: make a um, a latte with, you know, the fancy
1: foam thing? Yeah. Um, my first job was kind of a fancier cafe. And uh, they ended up going out of business, which was made me sad because I enjoyed that job because there was so much stuff to learn. Like, I was getting better at making the fancy latte art. Mm. And then, like. At a fancy cafe, you dial in the machine every morning. So you have to, like, be able to, like, taste the coffee and be like, oh, this is, like, a little too acidic. So I'm going to, like, turn up the pressure on the machine a little bit. So, like I said, I enjoyed that job because there was things to get better at. um, Right, right. You're, like, training your senses in a way. Yeah. Which, like, kind of ruins coffee for you because, like if I get a latte now, I can be like, oh, this espresso is like a little bit flat, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was literally trained to be a snob about uh, coffee. That's amazing. I guess I, I don't know
0: anything about wine. I do like them, but I've really don't have the culture of tasting wines I always like dreamed about having a high-end restaurant job that they train you everything about wine so you can you have all this
1: vocabularies to describe a taste I feel like you probably don't want that because then you will like not enjoy cheap wine you know that's true yeah now I'm like so happy with my nine dollar (laughs) wine
0: And then like you worked at different coffee shops and seems like that was a downgrade.
1: Yeah, I worked at a, a, they cared more about their bread. It was like a bakery that had coffee. Um, Mm -hmm. And I definitely got bored of that job because there was like fairly quickly nothing to get better at.
0: And then you were able to just work in the daytime and get back to home or your studio and work on your Uh, animation
1: yes um but I was like dissatisfied with that setup I wasn't getting enough as much art as I wanted to get done then um wasn't because you were because you were like exhausted I was exhausted and I also think um that was a very low-paying job so the like when buying materials is like straining your budget or like if you're trying to get a lot done but getting food out is like not an option like I had less time because I had less money and plus Mm -hmm. the being exhausted um yeah do you you remember how much you were making it I think it was nine an hour plus tips
0: and how how many hours do you work do you work like every day of the week
1: um no I mean I think I probably work for five days a week um and then an annoying thing about coffee jobs is the shifts can be fairly short so like five or six hour shifts which there was a like a brief period where I was walking working both cafe jobs so I would have a morning shift at one and an afternoon shift at the other so I was working like 10 hours in a day but then I'd have more days off but the coffee jobs usually didn't allow that you know so it's like you're always going to be tired after work even if you only work five hours I would rather work more hours at once and then have more days off and then what else did you do so it was there that I found I've told you a bit about the um, recent medical research study yes I had met people before who had de- been in research studies, uh, like inpatient ones, and I know they had made a lot of money from them. Uh, and it was like, I was waiting to get on the bus, probably to go home from the cafe job and like, pretty dissatisfied with the work situation I had going on. And there was a poster on the bus stop pole with like, you know, the little poll tabs it just said like looking for healthy volunteers for inpatient medical study. Did it um, say
0: what what the study was? Nope.
1: <laughs> uh, but you were like, yeah, that's me. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> healthy volunteer. Perfect. So I took the tab and then from there you like apply online and then someone calls you and asks a few questions and you get more information about what it was. And then I had to go in for, like, a physical to make sure I was, like, healthy in the ways they needed me to be. Uh Um, And it was a, they were studying a, like, a preservative or something that's in a lot of foods. So it's something you would already eat, but they wanted to know more about how it affects you. So that's why they wanted you to be an inpatient, so they could make sure that you either were getting zero of it or getting a lot of it. Yeah, so I, you know, went for my physical, got approved, and then it was two-week stay in the hospital, which was, I decided to treat it like my own artist's residency, because essentially you just have, like, all day, you can do whatever you want. They, like, take your blood and weigh you in the morning, and then they take you on walks to make sure you get the same amount of exercise you would get <laughs> Wait, what do you mean they take you on walks?
0: Like, do, you, do they walk with you? Or do they say, like, Una, it's time to go on
1: walks. I'll see you half an hour later. Well, they walk with me because I wasn't allowed to leave the hospital by myself. I wasn't oh, wow. allowed to leave my being by myself because they want to be, like, 100% sure I'm not eating any outside food. Um, Was it yeah. awkward taking walks with, like, scientists? Um, it was like, I think it was like a grad student job. Um, okay. because like these younger people would come and like knock on my door. I think there was two. One of them was pretty nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'd just like walk around. Uh, and it was funny. So you had a Fitbit for the week's uh-huh. leading up to it so that they made sure you got the same number of steps right wait and how many steps was enough for this program well it depended on how many steps you got beforehand right uh-huh. like they took uh-huh. your average from the previous two weeks and you're supposed to get that many a day and I feel um, like it kind of like fucked up because in the week before the study I had gone out to a dance party right um <laughs> And I didn't take my Fitbit off. So if you like look at my chart for those weeks, there's like this huge spike at like 2 a.m. on a Friday, you know, which like changed my average. (laughs) That's amazing. So you really have to keep up
0: with that week. What that one night of dancing. Yeah. But what, what do they feed you? What's the thing that you were eating?
1: So you would get, they tried to give you like healthy, balanced meals, but they didn't have much salt or anything. They were kind of gross, the sort of standard meals. And then there was the study food. So you got after every meal, either a brownie or a like a ball of sorbet, uh, raspberry sorbet um, that either did or didn't have the thing that they were trying to study. So it was uh, double blind. Yes. So I have no idea if I got the study thing or not. Did, um, did it
0: taste like they had preservatives? Were you like, were you thinking about that? And like, hmm, this tastes like so exciting. It must have some
1: preservatives. <laughs> I mean, it just tasted like raspberry sorbet and like a standard prepackaged brownie. You know, I don't think I would have been able to tell. Sure. Yeah, and that was the only, that we had to finish our, like, portion of, but then the, like, kind of terrible hospital food, they didn't care. Did
0: you have to wear the hospital gown the whole time?
1: No. Okay. They'd wake you up at 8 a.m., which is way earlier than I wanted to be awake. uh, (laughs) Take your blood and stuff.
0: And do you see other people are in the same study?
1: So they only had two rooms for the study at a time. So there was this like older man who I never really talked to who was doing the study next to me. Um, But they did it over a lot of months and I had a different friend do it um, a few months after me. Did you ever find
0: out that your your result? Nope. No. Okay. So it's still
1: a mystery. Mm -hmm.
0: Were you able to have friends come to visit
1: you? Yeah, you could have friends um, any time of the day or night. Like if it was after hours, they just had to check in with the security card. So I had like a friend come over for like a movie night and stuff. Oh, that's cool.
0: Then what's your day like? What is the after time that you're free?
1: And then you're making art at the time? Yeah, it was like I would get wake up at 8 a.m. They'd take my blood. Then I would chill out for a little bit because I don't want to be doing anything at 8 a.m. But then I would have essentially the rest of the day with like a break for the walk uh, to work on things. So I was making art. Um, I made some things I considered like research like for a film I made later. And then I also applied to a lot of stuff. It's like I applied to an artist, real artist residency that I got into When I was in the hospital, probably, like, updated my website, all this, like, artist administrative stuff that I hadn't really felt like I had the time to ever get caught up on previously. Wow. That sounds, like, perfect because you have this designated, your residency there at the hospital. Exactly. No, I, like, I'm so glad I did that study. I consider it what allowed me, like, I made a lot of money, so I didn't need a job immediately after it, which allowed me to get a job that was way more way more helpful for me being an artist outside of it. I got uh, residencies when I was that came out of the time I was in there. Yeah, but just this two weeks. Well, it was like it was a two week period, but I made like a little bit more than three thousand dollars.
0: Wow.
1: Um, so I didn't have to immediately take another job. So because of that, I could wait for a good opportunity. And then I got an artist assistant job, um, which is way better job to have when you're an artist than being a barista. Um, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah. And you really utilized that time and the money, too. Mm-hmm. So when you were at the hospital, do they have a desk for you to
1: work? Um. Yeah. So it was a big hospital room. There was like two beds, but I was in it by myself. So there was the bed and then this table that like could be lowered or raised. So it could be high enough to be like a eat your meal in bed table, or it could get lowered down to the, um, there was a chair in there too. So I had a pretty big table I could work on. Was it ever like boring to you?
0: Or you're just so excited to have this designated time and space for you to work.
1: I was so excited to have the time and space. And also, I don't know if this sounds silly, but before that time, I got sort of frustrated with like life tasks getting in the way of working, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes your day off, it's like, well, I have to do laundry and I want to cook, not just cook food to eat today, but like prep food for when I'm working. And then you're like, well, now I'm tired, and there's no time. So being like, these two weeks, I don't have to cook, I don't have to clean, I don't, I can't go anywhere. Never mind, I don't have to go anywhere. Um, felt really good, and I had some friends come and visit me, so I had some socializing to interrupt it.
0: Uh-huh. That sounds exactly like a residency.
1: Yeah, a
0: good one that they feed you. <laughs> And then later you got an artist assistant
1: job. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he was a bit older and he had a like contracting business, like building houses, um, but had gone to art school and was trying to be an artist. So I got hired. And at first I was an artist assistant. Like I made his website and like organized his files and stuff like that. And then also helped with you know making pieces and stretching canvases and I helped construct this big collage he made but like even with me and doing all of that he wasn't he wasn't an like professional artist really um and I just got sort of slowly got slotted more and more into doing stuff for the construction business um, <laughs> I ended up being an administrative assistant so it started out he just like he liked how what I did for his artist website so he asked me to help update the construction business website uh so I did that but then it ended up being like I was managing spreadsheets and uh like calling like people for material sources and like calling like the roofer and getting like quotes for that
0: wait wait, so you're doing like those kind of secretary jobs for him
1: yeah I ended up by the end I was doing almost no of the art assistant stuff and was just like his assistant which you know
0: yeah it's interesting because it's like he seems like he wanted to be an artist but then his business got in the way and then so including you that like you all get, you all shift direction back to the business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He didn't have enough time to be an artist with running the construction business. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if I could interview him
0: in the future, <laughs> seeing how, how that worked, worked out or didn't work out for him, you know, as a day job, as, uh, you know, have a,
1: running a business. Um, and then what else did you do? So I had that job for a while, maybe more than a year. And I was getting frustrated with it. Like, I don't want to be getting quotes for roofing roofs and stuff. And I did other gigs at the same time. Like, I've taught kids. I have sometimes get animation gigs. So I was like, can I piece together enough of these to try to be, like, totally freelance? And then right before the pandemic hit, I got another way more part-time artist gig, artist assistants job, sewing quilts, actually. Like, she makes fine art quilts, and the last step, you have to hand sew the, like, finishing edges, but it's just, like, a straight line. It's kind of, like, it's not creative. Um, so I got that job, and I was like, okay. And I had... I had a big animation gig at the time, too. And that's when I decided that I could probably piece together enough of that stuff to not have to work for Jeffrey anymore. So I put in notice and then immediately was like, I have no idea if that was the right decision because now there's the pandemic. It ended up being fine.
0: How did you feel about working different jobs?
1: it depends on the job a bit I feel like the assistant job and like the real secretary assistant job and the cafe stuff is like it just feels it's the thing you have to do it's mildly annoying I don't know how much I feel like I get out of it but then all the like freelance type of gigs I've had I think I kind of I appreciate having them and I think it makes my art practice better. Um, so I've do I've done a variety of that stuff, but like I enjoy teaching children. I think it makes you think about like how you make art differently, and it's fun to figure out like what weird art films the, the seven-year-olds are going to enjoy. I like being the being an artist assistant is a f- nice job because it's like it's still some like making things is still something I enjoy um, and it's nice to sometimes be able to make things without having to think about the concepts or anything it's just you know I would put on a tv show and so for five hours is relaxing while still getting paid and then I do get animation commissions and that Sometimes can actually be really great because I can like try techniques, visual techniques without worrying about the themes, you know, like yeah. so work out some of the technical issues, get paid to work those out and then figure out how we're going to apply it to like ideas and concepts I care about.
0: That sounds very healthy. You're able to find bits and parts that you're enjoying each job's. And then that also have influence on your own practice. Yeah, I think so. Um,
1: What is your dream job? I I mean, I think I want to be a professor. Um, I definitely have reservations about that, especially having friends who are sort of early career academia and it's very hard or be like a well established in the like freelance animation world like making bigger budget music videos that will hopefully allow me time to work on my own work as well you just listened
0: to an episode of working artist This is Yishun Pan. The music is made by Tristan Dan, who is a working musician and librarian. Please email weareworkingartists at gmail.com if you are interested in being a guest and sharing your stories.